Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Audio is the most important aspect for your live stream. If your audience can't hear you properly, though, or you have audio distortion present, your viewers and your listeners will tune out. On this episode of Launch Your Live, we discuss different microphone types to use based on where you are live streaming from. So for those of you who want to get into live streaming, you want to make sure you have the right type of microphone for your stream. There are different types of microphones and depending on the sound that you are going for, you want to be sure you pick the right microphone type. So Jim, let's dive in on helping our listeners determine which microphone type that they need to use when going live. Yes, yeah, because basically we're gonna talk about five categories of microphones uh, today and the first one we're going to talk about is may may seem obvious to some, but it's like, well, first of all, why do I need a microphone? Because I have an internal microphone, whether it's on my computer or my mobile device. And here's the problem. Those microphones really were not designed for the type of audio quality that you want to get with a live stream or even with a podcast. And so one of the things you'll run into is that, uh, you know, first of all, you have a distance between usually your where you're speaking from and where the microphone is in these internal devices. And so you're also sometimes going to pick up other noises. And you're also maybe going to have to wear headphones, especially with the computer, because if you've got your speaker on and the microphone on at the same time, you, and that's why we always talk about people using uh, headphones or internal ear monitors, you're going to get what's called echo feedback because the sound coming out of the computer is going to go into the microphone. And this is also an issue you may have with some of the other microphone types we're going to talk about. So realistically, you want to get away from using your internal microphone as soon as you practically can, even if you're starting out with a mobile device because they're just not really designed for that. And you'll get a, you'll pick up a lot of background noises. I mean, if the wind is blowing, if you're outside with say your uh, mobile device, you know, that, that wind can be cutting across the microphone at the same time you're talking. So that, that's where, what I would say is one of the things that you need to be concerned about with uh, internal mics. Anything you want to add there, Christian? I would say this, you know, to your point about being outside, for example, and trying to record a lot of people, you know, they will be talking into like some AirPods or things like that. And they'll talk to the person on the other line and they'll say, hey, you know what? Oh, it sounds really good to me. Well, it's supposed to sound good to you because a lot of these products that happen to, you know, for example, if you're plugging into mobile, um, they're designed for you to hear. But then the thing is, when you speak into the microphone, they're picking up all that other stuff around you. So it's there are two different types of things. And for example, if you're using things like AirPods, you know, while they're great, for example, for working out, uh, the other thing to remember about those is they have a lot of microphones in them 
and they're designed to listen around you and improve the sound for you. It's not designed though on the other end. So for example, if I've got AirPods on and I'm talking with Jim, they sound great to me and they're listening around me for noise, things like that, to try to filter that out via the software. However, on Jim's end, Jim's not hearing any of that. He's hearing straight what it sounds like. And for the most part, it doesn't actually sound very pleasant. So, you know, if you happen to have a pair of those, I'd actually suggest that you test them out. Uh, what I mean by that is have somebody call you using your AirPods, for example, and on the other end, listen to what they sound like. It's a pretty big difference. So yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. In terms of internal mics, that's definitely not the right type of microphone to use. I mean, I think I barely use my internal mic. I, I think it's only if I'm, for example, just want to get on a quick call with somebody and I'm, you know, for example, uh, not wanting to power up my Rodecaster Pro, I will use the internal mic on my laptop. And that's just because, you know, I'm not trying to do production quality here. I'm literally just trying to have, for example, a video, a quick call, for example, with Jim. So um, definitely try to avoid that internal microphone. If you're planning to put this out in live streaming, if you're going to do a podcast, any of that kind of stuff as well, anything that's high quality and needs really good audio, don't use that internal microphone. And that applies to your laptop and your mobile device. Now, I want to move on to the next type of mic gem, uh, and that is the lapel mic, also known as a lavalier mic as well. And this basically, just to give you guys a, a quick picture of this, this is the type of mic that it clips on, for example, to a jacket, a shirt, a collar. Um, so it clips onto uh, your shirt or your jacket or whatnot. And basically that keeps the mic just a few inches from your mouth. And this is a great type of microphone. For example, if you wanna make sure you capture good audio, uh, this is what a lot of people will use. For example, if they're um, if they're at a, a big conference, for example, you see the speakers on stage, they're using a lapel mic for the most part. It's clipped on, uh, they're using a wireless one, which has a transmitter that they hide in their jacket or on the back so that it's not seen typically by you know, the person that is there attending, or for example, if you're watching it uh, online, for example, and you're streaming with it, uh, they're also not necessarily seeing that transmitter either. Um, but for this kind of mic, I, I want to just talk about a couple of benefits here. So for starters, it's great. For example, if you happen to have a wireless lapel mic, uh, it's great because you can move around with it. Um, there are wired ones as well. The wired ones, you know, they do come with a decent amount of cord, but if you're somebody that needs to move around a lot, look at the wire, the wireless model. Um, for those of you though, who want to get a really good, uh, lapel mic or lavalier mic, I would start with either maybe the Boya, uh, M1. And this is uh, it's about a $15 microphone. It's a very good microphone actually for, uh, for the money there. Um, that's going to be a wired model. And then I'm going to, I recommend looking at things like the power device, or some of my favorite ones, the Rode Wireless Go 2. And then I would even pair that up with what they call the Rode Smart Lav, which is a lavalier mic that you plug in to your phone, your tablet, uh, your computer, and so forth. Um, and one other thing I want to add real quick, I guess, about lavalier's mic, or Jim, sorry, about one other thing I want to add about lapel mics is that you want to make sure if you're getting anything that is plugging into an audio port, you want to make sure you match up the rings properly. So 
For example, when if you plug in a mic and you're like, hey, I can't hear, for example, or they can't hear you, but you can hear the audio, it might mean that you have the wrong type of what's known as the TRRS connection. And basically, for example, if uh, if they have different sleeves or rings on them, and so there's uh, two and there's three and there's sometimes four on those connectors. So you want to make sure you buy the right one. So for example, if you're buying one that's going to go to a smartphone, don't expect it to work on a laptop, for example, and vice versa. Yeah, if you have a pair of like, say the Apple uh, ear pods, the ones that plug in, those will typically work between a laptop and a phone, but that's because they're designed like that. Um, just make sure you have the right TRRS connection. So, uh, Jim, anything else you want to add about lapel mics? Yeah, there's actually some like uh, that I know Power Dewise uh, specifically. They have uh, a set that will actually split into two microphones off of the one connection. So if you wanted to do an interview with someone on your mobile device where, you know, you want to have both of you on camera, that's a great way to have that separate audio input uh, without having to get into having a, you know, as we talk about some of these other microphones, an actual uh, audio interface and, uh, you know, bigger microphones and things. So that's actually works out really well, even in outdoors because the, uh, the mics, because they're close to the person's mouth, it, it actually does a good job of keeping out a lot of the you know outside noises. So uh, th- that's something to consider as well. If you're like, well, I'm planning to interview people. And a lot of times, especially like I know with the power to wise, it's got enough extra cord that you could even have like one person on one side of the camera and the other person, if they wanted to be the interviewer, not in the frame or picture can be on the other side and you still get great audio. Excellent point. Yeah. And one other thing I want to add, thanks for reminding me, by the way, the Rode Wireless Go 2, the new model, they actually have it where you can pair them up. So for example, uh, you and I could both be wearing a set and they can be fed directly into uh, the the program that you're recording in as well as separate audio. So um, definitely check those out. And price-wise, I mean, you, they range from like $15. Uh, I think the Smart Lab is like $80. The Rode Wireless Go is a couple hundred. Uh, how much? And the Power Device, I think, is, is also pretty high up there about right? 40 bucks now it's about okay. 40 bucks for the double pair yes nice. really reasonable definitely yeah so okay so that's the lapel mic and obviously i mean lots of different situations when people might use that you know i, I think for example if i'm working at a desk i don't think i'd necessarily wear a lapel mic um I, I think like yeah if i have the wireless one maybe um because then i can hook one into a camera or things like that for streaming um, but i probably would not wear a lapel mic for example if i'm at a desk uh, i'd use something Moving on to the next type of mic, the cardioid microphone. And uh, this type of microphone, uh, Jim, do you want to explain this one, I guess? Well, actually, why don't you explain the cardioid since that's what you use, and I'll, sure. I'll talk about the next one. Okay, so the cardioid, basically, um, it isolates unwanted uh, ambient sounds. And so what I mean by that, for example, is right now I'm using a cardioid microphone. This is a Shure SM7B. And when I speak into the microphone, it sounds great. It's a couple of inches off my face. However, I'm going to turn my head and I'm going to talk this way. And as you can see, the sound quality really changed. And that's because it, it's designed for me to be speaking into the microphone. It, it's filtering out pretty much everything. And I, I guess maybe you could say it's filtering out, but it's removing anything else that's not in front of the microphone. So um, it, it's a, a great mic. Um, there are a couple little caveats, though, to using this type of mic. Uh, for starters, you know, this one, for example, it's the, the Shure SM7B. It's about $400 mic. Uh, it, it is an industry standard mic, though, that's used. You'll see a lot of 
uh, big podcasters and streamers using it. Uh, for example, uh, it's been around for quite a number of years. There is one other thing, and it's the fact that it requires a lot of power. So it's not going to plug into a laptop. It's something also that needs essentially a booster to give it more power. And that's essentially something like a cloud lifter. Uh, there's one called cloud lifter. There's the, um, the DM one dynamite as well. So, uh, those are going to give that microphone more power, but it's also going to sound really, really good. So, uh, that would be a cardioid microphone, you know, and, um, this is typically, you know, it's a great mic, but you don't necessarily have to spend 400 bucks, $400 on a cardioid mic. You can get uh, another type of mic, Jim. And what's that mic? Yeah. And that's a dynamic microphone and they work uh, best as, as, you know, similar to the cardioid, you're recording local sounds, uh, but they have a wire coil inside the microphone to amplify the signal. And this is the, the output is uh, a lot lower than uh, a condenser, which we'll talk about, but uh, we also want to be able to capture it. So similar to what, uh, Christian's example, like right now I'm, you know, you know, about three fingers away from my microphone, but if I step back, you don't hear me quite as well. So this is, this is great because it's, it's picking up the, the sound of my voice and I could have somebody eight feet away from me saying something and you're not going to pick up that, uh, that noise. So I use the Samson Q2U. Uh, it, what's nice about that. It's about runs them anywhere from about $70 to you can get a kit with some uh, other things to include a boom arm for about a uh, hundred. And it has the ability for USB and XLR. Now XLR, if you're not familiar with that is a, uh, a, a cord that is what you would use with guitars and things of that nature. And it allows you to plug into an interface, the USB. So maybe you're not ready for an interface. You can plug it straight into your computer, but then you are kind of a, uh, subject to the software on your computer to control the audio where once you get into an interface, which you also are going to want to use with something like the, uh, the Shure uh, SM7B, you're going to be able to control your gain and do some other things with the, with the software to really improve your sound quality. And there's also a couple others. There's the uh, ATR 2100, I believe, and the Shure MV7 or some other uh, great examples of dynamic microphones, you know, so if you're not ready to go to the next, uh, you know, to that level that Christian's at with the $400 microphone, the Samson, uh, and, and ones similar to that, uh, are definitely a great way to, to start as well. Definitely. Yeah. And there's also, I think it's the, is it the audio wave? I think it is right, Jim, or audio. I'm not sure. Let me see. It's, uh, there's a, a mic, yeah, it's called the um, Audio Wave, actually. It's a uh, it's another low-budget mic. It's a uh, hundred and something dollars. Um, it's, a, it's a new mic from uh, Elgato, actually. So uh, that's another one to possibly consider as well. But uh, the thing I like most about, I think, the dynamic mic side is just that it's not a big cost outlay. So, for example, you know, you're, you're upgrading your sound tremendously, and you're getting that added bonus of USB and XLR. So for example, if I were going to start with a dynamic mic, I'd get the Samsung Q2U. And that's, you know, it's going to allow me to use USB if that's my primary connector. And then it's going to allow me to upgrade to that XLR connection if I want to bring in an interface. Um, in addition to that though, if I want to go even higher than that, I could get the Shure MB7. 
which is essentially the, what is it? The little brother, I think of the SM seven B. So it affords you that same, you know, similar sound quality to the, uh, sure SM seven B, but it's not necessarily going to be like the best, but it's a really good mic. So you're talking $70, $250, and then $400 if you go with the Shure uh, SM7B. So lots of options there to consider um, for uh, for that type of microphone. Um, so what's the next type of microphone, Jim, that we have? Yeah, the, the, the final one we're going to talk about today are condenser microphones. And they're used to pick up and amplify more delicate sounds. They do use uh, phantom power or, you know, power from an external source. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of the thing you have to be aware of because it's used to pick up and amplify sound. It picks up things that maybe you don't want to be heard. And so some of the microphones that are uh, uh, that are known for this is, is the Blue Yeti. And so even though, you know, if you set your Blue Yeti upright, it can it can do a good job. And, you know, Christian and I both started with the Blue Yeti, but then we also noticed like if uh, my computer's making noise or if somebody's on the other side of the room, uh, it can pick up all those ambient sounds that you don't want to be part of your podcast or your live stream. And then that stuff can sometimes be really hard to take out in post-production. So uh, it, it's, it's definitely a step up from, you know, having your microphone internal. But when you really look at the price of the, say, the, the Samson for, versus the Blue Yeti, you might seriously want to go with something like the Samson first. Um, but, you know, there, there are, you know, use cases for the Blue Yeti uh, as well. But uh you know, I think it really comes down to where you're going to um, be live streaming from. I mean, what are your thoughts on on uh, condenser microphones, Christian? Yeah, I I think if you're going to be, for example, in so so here's the thing: if if let's say Gem and I were in the same location, in the same room, and we're trying to record, if for example we happen to have uh, two, let's say we had two uh, Samson Q2Us, for example, in the same room, chances are, you know, it's it's not going to it's probably not going to pick up all the sound, but chances are it will pick up the two of us talking in the same room. And so, you know, um, so that type of, you know, so it's like, so you have to kind of look at like the, the, where you're going to like what you're trying to actually get out of your live stream. So for example, if we're in the same room, you know, we're using the Samsung Q2Us, it's going to reduce the um, chance that our audios are going to interfere with one another because of the type of mic, it's not a totally open pattern listening to everything in the room. Whereas, you know, with a condenser mic, if I'm, for example, you know, trying to, um, I, I don't want to necessarily say play music, but if I'm trying to, for example, record an interview and I only happen to have one mic, then that mic might be okay. You know, um, but if, for example, if I'm trying to live stream or I'm trying to, you know, get that high quality uh, production value, I want to have the best possible audio that I can. And the thing is with a condenser mic, it picks up everything. I mean, it picks up setting down a cup, for example, typing on a keyboard, that creak in your chair, for example, you know, you're tapping your foot. It picks up every little thing that you do. And so if that's the look, you're, if that's this, and I say, look, if that's this look of the sound that you're going for, for example, some nice, uh, background noise, for example, like say you happen to be in a restaurant and you're trying to record something and you get the patrons talking and, you know, uh, the chatter that's going on, for example, and the clinking of glasses and things like that. A condenser mic is great for something like that, because then 
it helps add a little more um, realism like to your audio for your streaming. However, the downside is that, you know, as Jen mentioned, it's really hard to remove that stuff in post-production. It's not like you have a separate track that says, hey, I want to filter out all of the noise in this location and just have myself. Because when you go to then try to do that, it's actually going to warp your sound. It's not going to sound very good. Uh, for example, it's going to adjust your pitch. And then, you know, it's going to create a, a very uneven sound. So it's not going to have that rich, warm sound that you may be looking to get when you are, for example, live streaming or even recording a podcast. Um, the other thing is, you know, I want to talk about the price real quick, Jim. I mean, the Blue Yeti, we both started with it and I, I bought it because that was what I thought I needed. And it was, what, $150, I think. And, you know, it worked for what I needed at the time. But you also have to look at the type of situation you're going to be in. So, for example, if I'm going to be in an office and I'm not going anywhere It'll probably work pretty well if I'm in a very isolated room with no other sound around me. However, if I, for example, need to be mobile, um, for example, you know, I want to have the camera in one location. I want to have the person, you know, far away, for example, or farther away, like, you know, 10 to 15 feet, for example, and film them. That's where I'm going to want to have, you know, some of those other mics we talked about, like the lapel mic, for example, if I'm going to be streaming different things like that. Um, so I can get different types of audio uh, versus uh, using, for example, that condenser mic. Anything else you want to add to that, by the way? No, I think I think that's some great points. And I think, you know, really think long term, uh, you know, if anything, right, this is something uh, that you might even consider is like if you're going to get some of this stuff, say, as an example, off of Amazon and you can afford to order both microphones, try them out. And if you find that there's one that you don't like, you can return it. So uh, that may be something to consider. Because here's the other thing about microphones. <clears throat> You're going to find your voice sounds different on different microphones. So as much as, you know, you might think, oh, I want to get the Shure SM7B and spend all that money. You may find your voice sounds just as good or better with a Samsung Q2U. So don't always think that spending the most is what's going to turn out to be the best for your voice and for your situation. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And then one last thing I want to add to that is you can either order them off Amazon, order, you know, two different types of mics. The other thing I would recommend doing is if you happen to have a guitar center near you, they happen to have displays with all of these mics and you can go and test them out and you can talk with a sound engineer. So you can talk with somebody who knows all about the microphones that they have in stock at their store. So they may have, there are additional models, for example, that we haven't talked about. We've talked about some of the, the best ones, but there are lots of other options there as well. And they can you know, do recordings, for example, for you there, and you can hear what your voice is going to sound like. And then if you want to, that's when I'd say either buy them there or go on Amazon and then make your purchase, uh, depending on you know your budget. Um, anything else as far as budget, Jim, when uh, picking, you know, we talked about different uh, types of microphones to use for your live stream, but any, anything about budget you want to add? Yeah, I would just say when you're if you're just starting out, you know, we like we said before, audio is one of the most important things for you to do. And so making an investment that's smart but isn't going to break the bank is probably, you know, you may definitely want to take a look at starting out with a dynamic mic or if you're going to maybe be using your phone at first as your 
you know, your camera source, you're going to be doing stuff off the tripods, then you might want to consider getting that lapel mic. But definitely, you know, if I had to make one investment first before anything else, I would get a good microphone. Excellent advice. Yeah. Uh, So I want to thank everybody for joining us. This was fun, Jim. You know, episode 56 of the Launch Your Live podcast. And I know we talked about uh, which type of microphone to use for your live stream. I know there's a lot of options out there. And I hope you all found value uh, in the different types of mics. Uh, If, for example, you already have a mic, we'd love to actually hear which one. So do us a favor. Uh, You can tag us on social media at Launch Your Live. And if you need help with your live streams, don't hesitate to contact us for a consultation uh, by messaging us on our Facebook page, also at Launch Your Live. Uh, For more information about this particular episode, just go to launcher.live forward slash EP56. We'll see you all on a future episode. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.